I'm Dan Dews. And I'm Meredith Kelly. The hosts of Little Listeners Lounge. Be prepared to listen and learn about the magic of kids' podcasts. We talk to hosts, creators, producers, and writers and peek behind the scenes of their work. We've had some amazing guests. The deputy director of NASA. Everybody pretending to run away from a T-Rex. Is this what jellyfish are made out of? I see Lincoln's underpants. Join us to learn something new about some of your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Little Listeners Lounge wherever you get your podcasts. The Lion and the Beetle As far as the lion was concerned, he was king of all beasts. In fact, if he had taken the time to ask the other animals, they would probably agree, because they would not be too keen to end up inside the lion's tummy. So the proud lion would stomp around the savannah, proudly shaking his magnificent mane in the wind. He would toss his head to the left and toss it to the right, quite convinced that he looked very impressive when he did so. And whenever an animal walked by, he would strike a muscular pose, raise his head to the skies and give a mighty roar. I am the mightiest of kings. And all the animals, the zebras, the giraffe, the gorillas, the rhinos, the buffaloes, the meerkats, the snakes, all of them would bow down before him. Even the elephant, who was not particularly afraid of him, bowed down because she was so sick and tired of his constant bragging. I am the mightiest, the bestest of the best, the strongest of all creatures, the most fearsome. I am the most well-muscled. I am the handsomest, and my breath is the stinkiest. Is that a good thing? Whispered the warthog. No, but I'm not about to tell him. Giggled the meerkat. My claws are the sharpest. The lion continued. My whiskers are the longest. My good qualities are unlimited. My. He was struggling to think of more good qualities to boast about. My. My jokes are the funniest. (laughs) He looked around and raised his eyebrows expectantly and then repeated in a menacing voice. I said my jokes are the funniest. Oh, 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 yes. Gasped the hyena, nudging the baboon. The funniest. (laughs) Right, everyone? The rest of the animals nervously burst out in laughter. (laughs) Good, said the lion. Satisfied that he was the best at absolutely everything, he let out one last mighty roar. turned around and marched triumphantly away. A few days later, he was lounging in the sun by the river. It was a hot and lazy afternoon. Feeling rather thirsty, he got up and made his way to the banks of the river for a drink. A few crocodiles slowly glided away and a group of plump hippos rolled their eyes at each other and quietly submerged underwater. The lion looked into the mirror-like waters of the lake. 
He smiled when he saw his magnificent reflection. He shook his glossy mane and was delighted by the way it wafted in the wind. He tried a few different facial expressions. A proud face, a smiling face, a charming face, a fierce face. And he was very pleased with what he saw. He flexed the muscle on his right forearm and kissed it. Ah, what a noble creature I am. So powerful, so elegant, such perfection. He preened and posed on the banks of the river for hours, admiring himself. At last, he grew tired of prancing up and down. And then, an idea occurred to him. I need to show every creature just how great and honorable a king I am. First, I will need a kingly robe. He gathered some palm leaves and wove them into a kind of cloak, which he draped over his shoulders. And now I will need some shiny jewelry, he said as he searched around. He settled on a necklace of snail shells, which he hung around his neck. Lastly, he declared, every king must have a crown. He busied himself gathering feathers. He collected a handful of flamingo and ostrich feathers. He wove them together and attached them to a tortoise shell, which he delicately placed on his head. It was a rather heavy crown, but it looked splendid. Dressed in his robe, necklace and crown, he returned to the glassy water to look at himself and smiled. Ah, he cried, I am a mighty king, a very mighty king. Just then, a hyena came loping up to the water for a drink. You, roared the lion. I need you to deliver a message to all of the animals. Tell them that I have summoned them to the banks of this river. They all need to see for themselves the king of beasts, the mightiest of them all, me. Now off you go, he said dismissively, waving the hyena away with his paw. The hyena did as he was told. And the next day at lunchtime, all the animals began to arrive. A whole herd of buffalo arrived. A troop of baboons came too. There were flocks of birds. Packs of wild dogs. A tower of giraffes. A prickle of porcupines. A crash of rhinos and a zeal of zebras. All had come to bow to the boss. Even a tiny little dung beetle was there. It was the size of a small grape and was diligently pushing a slightly bigger ball of poop in front of it. That's what dung beetles do. They collect poop and eat it. Day in and day out, they gather piles and piles of poop balls in their nests. This little dung beetle was singing as she worked. I'm so little, I'm so small, I am too hard to see. The big beasts roar and stomp around, but none of them see me. But inside I feel like I'm taller than my tree. None of the other animals heard the tiny little voice squeaking from below. They were too busy bustling around and getting into position. 
preparing to admire the lion. Eventually, they all settled down. The elephant gave a mighty blast with her trunk and the lion made his entrance from behind a tree. The crowd of animals gasped at the magnificent sight. There was the lion in all his splendor, with his robe, his necklace, and his outrageously colorful crown. He pranced to one side of the crowd, let off a mighty roar, and then strutted over to the other side and let off another roar. Then he marched back to the middle and declared, I am the mightiest of kings. See me in all my glory. All bow down to me. The creatures all cheered and then obediently bowed down in silence. The lion looked at the animals and smiled. He was very pleased with himself. But then he heard a noise, a little voice singing, I'm so little, I'm so small, I am so hard to see. The big beasts roar and stomp around, but none of them see me. But inside I feel like I am taller than a tree. It was the dung beetle. The lion walked over to the little creature and said, You too, tiny beetle, bow down before your king. The beetle bowed. The lion repeated himself. I said, bow down before your king. The beetle looked up nervously and said, Your majesty, I know that I am small. But if you look closely, you will see that I am bowing. Really? said the lion. He turned to the other animals and laughed. This pathetic creature is so puny. I can't even see if she is bowing. I assure you, your majesty, if you bend down and look closely at me, you will see me bowing. The lion leaned over to have a closer look. As he peered down at the tiny little beetle, his cloak and his necklace and his heavy crown made him so top-heavy that he wobbled from the weight of it. He swayed this way and that, but then lost his balance and fell onto his head. The crown was crushed. The lion, in his panic, tried to stand up, but tripped over and rolled head over heels down a steep slope into a ditch of muddy water. All the animals laughed and laughed when they saw the muddy lion sprawled in the ditch. The tiny little dung beetle scurried away. And so did the lion, bedraggled and embarrassed. He was not so very mighty after all. <laughs> Hey guys, if you like this episode, please share it with your friends and family. It is one of the best ways to support BKFK Storytime.